Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. God bless you. This is Reverend Aaron Williams, DTW Ministries, on Blog Talk Radio by way of Purpose Kingdom. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, 319-527-6091 is the number if you're calling in. If you have a friend, call that number, let them know they're on Facebook Live. We're also broadcasting, again, simultaneously on Blog Talk Radio. We're pleased to be with you tonight. Lord is blessing. You know, um, the devil is messing, but God is still good. We thank God. So let, let, as we always do, let's open up in prayer. God, we do thank you and we bless you. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for your grace, God, that you've shared abundantly in our lives. Thank you that we live by faith, your faith. God, and it's your faith that keeps us. It's your word that keeps us. It's your spirit that keeps us. And we pray now, Holy Spirit, that you would bless, bless the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart, that they would be acceptable in your sight. As the word goes forth, I pray that you would anoint it with power, for it's your anointing that destroys the yoke. In Jesus' name, amen, 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 amen. Again, God bless you. Good evening. This is DTW Ministries, and I'm your host, Reverend Aaron Williams. We're on Blog Talk Radio, 319-527-6091 is the number to call on the Purpose Kingdom Network. Tonight, we're going to go into a thing, and, and, and I thank God because the minister has to be the first partaker. You know, um, and, and you and I thank God that you don't have to go through everything that you preach, <laughs> but you definitely have to go through some things to be able to the, for the Lord to manifest that thing in your spirit, you know, um, and give you a deeper revelation. And I thank God for that, you know, because I, I find, and, and I might as well use me as I always do in these examples, you know, um, that. One of the strategies, one of the, one of the, I would say even talents um, of that we do as humans, that we do as men, that we do as a, as adults, is that we always set ourselves up. You know, um, we get, I try to get our ducks in a row. You know, um, our pastor often talked about that when, when you're on, the, when, when that you're not just ministering but living, that you try to set life up so you would have as less and as little pitfalls and hiccups as possible. And that makes perfect sense um, the, the, to, to, to try to avoid those financial stumbling blocks and those things that happen. But we know health happens. We, we know that when we do planning on one hand, something else happens on the other hand. You know, something that always tries to um, push us backwards and not allow us to move forward. But the devil is a liar because we will move forward in the name of the Lord. And we thank God for showing us this topic um, as we was reviewing and just reading and thinking about Moses about having an exit strategy. You know, and I, and I was saying that um, that's why we have retirement plans. We 401Ks, 457s. That's why we have rollovers. Because why? Because when income is not coming in as steadily as we um, had anticipated or as we have been when we were working, there's a plan to keep that same lifestyle. There's a plan to, to make sure that your standard of living doesn't decline because you have planned and made a strategy as you exited your job. 
So as we do that and, 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 and we plan that, we bring that over often in Christendom. And, and, and what I saw and what God showed me when I spoke about it and, and talked about Moses and read Moses is when, you know, when the children of Israel had, had came out of Egypt, it's the thing that because we, we often, and what I find out, I always um, make the children of Israel into villains. You know, how could they betray God? How could they murmur against God? You, you know, we I, I want to be so self-righteous sometimes, but I realize and recognize, you know, even as it says in the book of Judges that all had gone astray. Every man went to his own way. Every man did that which was right in his own eyes. And I had to realize and recognize in my walk with God that that often was me. You know, because I had learned to strategize. I, I had learned to plan. I had learned to financially plan. I had learned to do something that set my life up in a way that when other things or tragedies or, or unexpected events happened, I was still in a position to do okay. I was still in the position to do well. I was still in the position to do right. But when I saw this in Exodus, when the, the children of Israel talking about Moses, and, and, and I, I immediately went into my self-righteous mode because, again, you know, children of Israel, after God did all, how you were saying, cause, and we know that scripture says that he made ways, he made known his ways to Moses and his acts to the children of Israel. So the children of Israel didn't know God. They knew the things that he did, but they had no relational information. They had no relational revelation. And a lot of us as Christians are living a life knowing the acts of God, knowing the move of God, knowing the flow of God, but not having a relational revelation of who this same God is. This is how when they came to the Red Sea and they found themselves surrounded by mountains, by the sea in front, and by and by Pharaoh in the back, they began to murmur. I said, well, how, God, could they have murmured? Why is it? And, and we know if you read the story, and, and it covers a lot of chapters in the book of Exodus, when you read the story, it started in chapter 4, 3 and 4, about Moses, how he delivered how he ran and fled, fled from Egypt, how he went through the desert, how he stayed in Midian, how he did these things, how he finally came back. And it goes through the stories of everything that Moses did. But God said, read it again, look at it again. And as I thought about what Moses did from chapter 4 and chapter 5, he recognizes his heritage, his citizenship, his true family. He kills a man. He flees through the desert. He encounters the burning bush. He performs miracles. You know, the leftist hand, put your put hand in your, in your bosom. Take it back out. Raise up your right. He, he's found all these things. He returns. He addresses Pharaoh. He delivers Israel. And we look at Moses as going, but the problem is it wasn't Moses. The things that we do, and I said this and I continue to say this, this is going to be a mantra for 2022. It's God that works in us both to will and to do of his good place. It's God that gave you the gift. It's God that gave you the talent. It's God that gave you the ability. It's God that gave you the cognitive ability. It's God that gave you the wherewithal, the know-withal. It's God that gave you the ability to, to comprehend. Do you know that there's some people that is your age, your built, your height, from your background, even in your family, but they can't do what you do? Because God gave you 
ability, because God gave you the gift, because God gave you the talent. It's God that works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And the children of Israel knew God for his act, but they didn't know God. My God, my God, my God. They did not know God. And chapter 7 starts where it goes into the plagues and all the things that God did. Now, God did all of these things, showing, yes, you, you, you know, I mean, come on now. If you have a heavyweight fight, you have a fighter, you have, you have a football team, you have a lacrosse team, you have a chess champion, whatever you have, you have someone that you're rooting for, and every opposition that came up against them, every challenge that came up against them, they beat them. They knocked them down. They shut them out. They did these great things. You start, hey, you people start, I put my money, take that to the bank. And this is where they begin to chant toward God. My God, God is our champion. God is our king. But they still didn't know him, my God. This, even reading this, knowing what I was going to say in advance, knowing it was then seeing the way that the Lord was moving and giving it to me, knowing what I was going to be saying, and it still hits me the same, that we can have such a relationship in church. We can have such a relationship with the manifestation and revelation of God and still don't know God. I, I can see how Paul would say if the, if the saints, if, if we as Christians barely make it, if, if we as good people, you know, in Romans is that perhaps someone would die for a good man. But, but if, some, if we could just recognize that scarcely as a righteous man we make it into heaven, scarcely as righteous women, men, children of God we make it in, where does that leave the sinner? Where does that leave the transgressor? But yet we're still leaving ourselves an exit plan. We're still leaving ourselves a way out. We're still leaving ourselves a strategy just in case it don't work out, just in case the plan of God fails, just in case the move of God doesn't move the way that I desire, that I, that I desire, that, that, that I inspire that it should move. Listen, my God. Whew. I'm looking for an exit plan. I'm gonna say this, and this is this is pretty uh, pretty much of a graphic a graphic illustration. God bless you. And 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 the 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 thing a friend of mine used to wear. It was a, a popular T-shirt back in the '80s, and it it had a condom on the front, and it was in a makeshift plastic glass on your T-shirt. And it was saying, in case of emergency, break glass. Because I always had in my mind, if this relationship didn't work, I had someone else. If this didn't work out the way, I had someone in the wings. My God. If this didn't go the way I planned for it to go, what's going on, Delphine? How you doing, bro? Bless you. If this didn't go the way I planned for it to go, I had something else waiting that I knew would wake out, that I knew would work out. And if that didn't work out, and if that didn't work out, and if that didn't work out, 
and we go around our lives making pockets of exits, expectations of failure. But God wants you to surrender. God wants us to give up that mindset. God wants us to give up the mindset that it won't work. Because, listen, I'm one of the most guilty ones that I know of this. Because I think so at times I know what I'm doing. I think I know how to plan. You know, I've been doing it, you know, professionally for 20 years, inventory planning, manufacturing, inventory area manager, where we plan daily how to get the job done, what the guideline was set, what quarter was set, and how we were going to make that count with the people. If they, if everyone didn't come in, if people were absent, if machinery broke down, all these things that we had to work around to get it done that in case this don't work, this will work. But then I find myself coming to a holy God that says, I know nah, the plans that I have for you, plans of good and not evil, plans to prosper you and bring you to an expected end. And I have to learn and we have to learn how in the midst of that to take our hands off of it. How when in all of our lives, especially us that have gotten saved as we gotten older, now we've had set in our lives things that we do that we know are successful, things that we do that we know work, and now we come to a God that says, I want you to trust me. I'm taking you down to the Red Sea. Everything that used to bind you is coming up behind you but I want you to continue to move forward, my God. It's so difficult at times to move forward when you have an exit strategy. It's it's difficult to move forward when you don't see that it makes sense to you. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Hallelujah. In Exodus 14, let me read Exodus 14, 20. It says, and it came between the camp. Let me see what it's talking about. And the angel of God in 19, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it, it was a cloud of darkness to them. It was a cloud of darkness to the Egyptians, but unto the Israel it gave light by night, so that the one came not near the other all night. So the, the phenomenon of this is that when the cloud went to the back, it was gross darkness to the Egyptians where they couldn't see where to go. <laughs> but on the very other side of the same pillar, it was light. And the, and the Israel could see the camp of the Egyptians in utter confusion. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just want to let you know that God is going to use the same thing to deliver you that's going to put confounded and disillusion and dysfunction into the camp of the enemy, put disagreement and division in the camp. But God is going to use the same thing the same thing that used to bind you, the same thing that used to blind you to bring you illumination, but it's going to bring, my God, it's going to bring darkness to the enemy. It's going to bring darkness to the camp of the enemy. God is going to use and wants to use the same thing. My God, hallelujah. He wants to use the same thing. It says that it was darkness to the Egyptians, but it was light to Israel. 
the same pillar, my God. <laughs> that, that's amazing by itself. That same pillar, in verse 19, it says it was a pillar of cloud. It was a pillar of cloud, but that same cloud, ah, yes, God, that same cloud gave light, gave glory, gave illumination to the children of God. That same cloud gave darkness, gave confusion, my God, hallelujah, to the camp of the enemy. My hallelujah. In Romans it says that all was with Moses. All was baptized under the cloud. All, my God, all. But then it says, but with not all was God well pleased. My God wants to baptize you tonight in his word. Baptize you in his will. Hallelujah. But he wants you to rend your heart, and not your garments. He wants you to give him your whole heart. He wants you to search for him with your whole heart, for you'll seek him and you'll find him in that day that you search for him with your whole heart. Here's a sample prayer you can pray. God, help me to not strategize my own life. Help me to use and to walk in your direction, to walk in your purpose, to walk in your promise. Illumine my path. Let your word be a light unto my path. Let your word be a lamp unto my feet. Let your word direct me, for your word says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I no longer have an exit strategy. There's no other example. There's no other life for me. I played the hypocrite. I played the religious. I played the phony. I played all the all the all the parts. People say, "Well, I, I we were just in a play. Just had a play, you know." And I and, and my 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 desire is that you all get a chance to see it. And the play was the secrets behind hurting black men. And people say, oh, wow, I didn't know you can act. Where'd you get that? Where'd you, where'd you learn how to act from? I said, I played the hypocrite for years. <laughs> I played the hypocrite for years. If you ain't learned how to act in church, oh, my God, hallelujah. If you ain't learned then, you ain't going to never learn. We learned in the school of hard knocks, of hard-headedness. To learn, my to trust in God, and I'm I'm just I'm just about done. It ain't even twenty minutes into the broadcast, and I'm already at this point because Christ. So many of the patriots could have taken an exit strategy. David could have taken an exit strategy. Daniel could have taken an exit strategy. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego could have took an exit strategy. But because they went the way that God told them to go, they went through the lion's den. My God. Because they went the way God told them to go, they went through the fiery furnace. Gideon, why are you in that olive press? Why are you in that wine press? Come out here, mighty man of God. Who, me? I'm the least of my brother. My tribe is the smallest. How will you use me? God, choose somebody else. I just, my exit strategy is use someone else that's more qualified. You use someone else that their, 
their pedigree lines up to what you're asking. But God says, not many mighty. Not many strong, not, not, not many wise are chosen, but God has chosen the foolish things. God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. God has chosen you and I because we didn't have what it takes. But he said, let me make up the difference. Let me make up the hedge. Let me make up where you lack. Christ, the Bible says in Matthew 26, he said, listen, don't think I can't call my pop. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. He said, don't let you, don't think for a minute I can't call my father, and right now he'll deliver me with 10,000 angels. But if I do that, Scripture says in Matthew 26, 53, 54, it says, but if I do that, then how will the Scripture be fulfilled? And we know he came to die. He came to die. And he says, I could call 10,000 angels if I wanted to. Uh, but Isaiah reminds us he was bruised. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was wounded for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. My God, hallelujah. All we like sheep have gone astray. We said that. Everyone turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on Christ the iniquity of us all. In verse 10 it says, yet it pleased the Lord. My God. Hallelujah. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. It pleased God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank God for the finished work on Calvary. The children of Israel had been set in a situation where they thought they had a right to complain. God had showed them deliverance through a mighty hand. The Egyptians through ten plagues because he hardened Pharaoh's heart and he would not allow them to go. They went through the plague of blood, frogs, lice, flies, cattle, boils, hail, locusts, darkness, and the death of their firstborn. To come through the wilderness delivered by a mighty hand of God to be brought to the Red Sea with mountains on each side, Pharaoh in hot pursuit behind them and the Red Sea in front of them. And they reminded Moses, didn't we tell you we ain't want to come out here? It's my goodness. Hallelujah. That's why I, I, I want to witness the people who don't want to hear it, people who don't want to go to church. I'm telling you, follow after God. I'm not talking about being religious and say I'm a Christian and say thank God for everything and then go do what you want to do. I mean turning your life over to Jesus Christ to allow the Lord of life to be the Lord of glory in your life, to be your savior, to be your deliverer, to be your keeper, to be your friend. If the Israel said, listen, didn't we tell you we ain't want to come out of Egypt? We was good where we was at. 
And that's how some of us feel. But remember Moses said, the Bible says in Hebrews that he chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin. Don't try to lie to nobody telling them that what you're doing ain't fun. You had fun when you was out there doing it, but God is calling you out of that. Tonight, God is calling you out of that. God is calling you by a holy calling. God is calling you into sanctification. God is calling you into holiness. God is calling you into salvation. God is calling you by way of DTW Ministries right here on this broadcast, right here on Blog Talk Radio, on the radio as we're doing live Internet radio. God is calling you, saying, stop making an exit strategy. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You're looking for rest. You're you're trying to strategize your life so you will stop stressing about the future. My God, you can have insurance that covers your family financially, but you have no assurance that your soul won't spend eternity in hell. We want to give you assurance tonight. We want to give you assurance right now that if you call on the name of Jesus and ask him to come into your life, that your life could be brand new tonight. For the Bible says, in the day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But give in to the call of God. I like that. Jesus said, look, Jesus was a bad boy, but he said, look, don't think for me that I'm putting it in 2022 vernacular. He said, listen, don't think for me. And watch the hand movement. Yeah, the, the hand movement is part of it. He said, look, don't, don't think for a minute I can't call my dad and he send down 10,000 angels right now. My God. But how can scripture be fulfilled if I allow myself an exit strategy? You want to know how to see the move of God? Stop making a way of escape. My God. Bible says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? He's done it all for us. And then he said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. And then he gives you how he is, for I am meek and lowly. And you shall find rest You're looking for rest From your stress It's in him And his name Hallelujah I'm going to preach that one day And his name is Jesus Jesus the Savior When you stop making ways of escape When you start We we call them ways of success (laughs) that's That's how they're disguised They're disguised as as, as strategies and plans that set our lives up. And, and listen, I'm not by any means saying don't be smart in planning. Plan. Because those, a lot of people failed, not because they planned to fail, but they failed to plan. A quote from Thomas Edison says that I see success and many people lose it or, or don't see it because it comes disguised in coveralls and boots, and it looks like work. The disciplines of Christianity you have to apply in your life. You have to pray. You have to read this word. 
You got to meditate in it. It's, it's your life. You can't be a strong Christian and you only read the Bible on Sunday. The Bible says, David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Daily do I eat it. Jesus said that the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Matthew 4 and 4 says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. This word is a spoken word of God written for us. You want to know how to get stronger spiritually? You have to do your spiritual calisthenics. You have to have a spiritual daily diet. Yeah, you can fast sometimes from natural food. I hear you, you um, you critics and cynicals that's out there. I hear you saying, yeah, but even, even, even you naturally fast sometimes. Yeah, but you don't naturally fast all the time. You want to be stronger, you have to follow the discipline to recognize that without him, you can do nothing. Without God, without Christ, without the Holy Spirit, you can't make this walk. You can't live this life. We can be churchy, but as soon as the problem comes, as soon as the test comes, as soon as the sin, as the temptation comes, we fall away. And God says he does not want that for your life. He wants you to be what he said you are, and you're more than a conqueror. You're the head and not the tail. You're above only and not beneath. So I'm going to pray, and then we're going to go through the sinner's prayer, and I'm just about done. Amen. So, God, we do thank you for your word that's going forth. I pray that for each hearer, God, that it has fallen on good ground, that they were able to receive it with understanding. God, I pray, God, that they, you would root out every thorn, every thistle, God, that you would root out every rock in their heart, in their understanding. God, that as it falls on good ground, that it would bring forth fruit to your glory, some 30, some 60, and some 100-fold. If you do not know Jesus in the pardon of your sin, I want to go through a prayer with you to invite him into your life. And as you say yes to the Lord, I dismiss my exit strategy. As you say yes to the Lord, I want to give you some direction on a church. If you're in the Philadelphia area, if you're in the Philadelphia area that you can attend to, that you can be discipled, hallelujah, into being a follower of Christ. Pray this prayer with me. Say, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Forgive me of my sin and wash me in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Save my soul and write my name in the Lamb's book of life. I ask it in Jesus' name and to his glory. Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Dwell with me. 
root out everything that's not pleasing to you. I give you my life. I surrender my exit strategy. And I give you my whole heart. Teach me that I may desire the sincere milk of your word that I may grow. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said what you meant and meant what you said, I see your comments. Bless you, Sister Val, Aunt Nisi, my mom. God bless you. Hallelujah. All those that are sending texts in, God bless you all. Love you all. Just want you to be encouraged that as you continue in the word, if you don't have a Bible, find yourself a Bible-believing church. Bible preaching, Bible teaching, whatever area I know, Philly, I mean, we got we got churches everywhere. You know, um, I invite you to the Deliverance Evangelistic Church. You know, um, come look for me. You know, um, I sit up in the front, you know, Reverend Aaron Williams, um, and come look for Come look for me, look for Reverend Mack, you know, um, and we'll definitely direct you in the right way um, to um, be discipled. You know, um, and the address is 2001. West Lehigh Avenue. Hey, what's going on, Brother Lawrence? You know, West Lehigh Avenue, and that's in Philadelphia. So we do thank you. And at this time, we're going to turn it over um, to our onboard pastors and, you know, administrators. You know, we have some technicians working behind the scenes, you know, that um, keep us moving and flowing, you know, um, uh, I say seamlessly, you know, um, you know, through this network and broadcast. And they're going to come on with some information, some announcements, and then we'll come back with some um, final words and a benediction. All right, all right. Uh, thank you so much, Reverend Williams, and I did enjoy tonight's episode of your show, and uh, it was uh, pretty outstanding, and uh, thank you so much. So real quickly, I'm going to go ahead and go through the announcements. This is a product of Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are. We thank you for listening to us online and via phone or wherever else you're listening to us. We appreciate your listenership and your support. Uh, we thank those that share with their friends and family members, letting us know, letting you know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air. And we thank you so much. Uh, anytime we do a live broadcast, we bro- we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And uh, as always, uh, the calling number is 319-527-6091. And when you want to speak to the host, you just press the number one, and we'll get you in. Uh, we also do have uh, a radio network, Purpose Kingdom Network, at PurposeKingdomNetwork.com, uh, PKN.com is a radio station. Uh, you can go to PKN.com, and you can listen to 24 hours of musical content. And from time to time, uh, we do some of our rebroadcasts. And we hope you are, feel free to check it out and enjoy we're also on Facebook at Purpose Kingdom, where you can uh, see our upcoming shows and advertisements. Uh, we do uh, announce some of our uh, some some announcements that we have and some upcoming projects that we do have. Uh, one of the announcements that we you know to look out for is when we have Radio Co. Uh, back up for Purpose Kingdom, Purpose Kingdom at Radio Co. So uh, just you know. Uh, Stand by and uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll let you know when we have everything uh, hammered out and fixed, and uh, we'll get right back to doing broadcasts on Radio Co. Okay. Uh, if you want to send an email 
uh, to us at Purpose Kingdom Network. You can email us at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns, or you can just simply send a prayer request. We, we are gladly out of that. Uh, and um, anytime um, you want to uh, just uh, hear any of our past or previous broadcasts, uh, you can uh, go to anywhere where they are, they, they have podcasts, and uh, you just type in Purpose Kingdom, and that way you won't miss an episode of Purpose Kingdom. All right? And um, so with that being said, tomorrow evening, uh, we will be uh, taking a uh, slight break. We have um, we do have a, a show on Thursday, and that show would be D-Block Church, and that's going to be at 9 p.m. So with God's will, God's blessing, we hope you join us at our next broadcast, which is going to be Thursday evening at 9 p.m., and it's going to be D-Block Church with Sister Adrian Allen. Okay, and uh, with that being said, that's going to be the end of the announcements, and I want to turn everything back over to the hands of Reverend Aaron Williams. And Reverend Williams, uh, the show is going to be back Amen. in Hey, thank you so much, Brother Rob. I appreciate you. You know, we thank God for, you know, Rob, you know, being faithful you know, being with every show, every broadcast, every ministry, you know, coming through Purpose Kingdom, which is a, a seven-day-a-week ministry, you know, um, and him and Pastor Joy and um, um, Sister, I don't forgot her name that quick, from D-Black, <laughs> D-Black Church, amen, that um, work behind the scenes and, and, and help us, you know, look good. You know, um, and help us, you know, um, seamlessly go through these broadcasts and be on the air and simultaneously be on the um, online radio, you know, and they're doing great things. So keep them in prayer. I just got a text that we're going to definitely pray um, for this, but I um, got a text that um, a sister, a friend of mine, um, a friend of hers is in the hospital with brain damage. Um, his name is Chucky, so we're going to definitely pray for him. And, you know, I thank again for you that continue to um, tune in when we come out. You know, again, as Rob said, you know, I want to remind you that you don't have to wait every other Tuesday. You know, DTW Ministries is only on maybe twice a month every other Tuesday. Um, so, But you don't have to wait. We've been doing this for a few years, so we do have um, archived broadcasts that are right there on Blog Talk Radio slash Purpose Kingdom. You can look up DTW Ministries, and you can listen through the archives anytime you want. You know, any one time you want a word of encouragement, anytime you just want to hear the word. You know, uh, sometimes people listen to music, you know, while they're cleaning or whatever you do. You know, maybe you want to listen to or hear a word that you can come Blog Talk Radio slash Purpose Kingdom and DTW and just put on the archives and while you're cleaning, while you're doing whatever writing, meditating, that you can just meditate on the word as the Lord speaks it into your hearing. So we do thank God for you that have committed your lives to Christ and have um, acknowledged and went through the prayer of repentance. Again, I encourage you to find your church home where you can grow and be discipled, you know, because there's one thing to confess, you know. The Bible says that the devils also believe and trembles. You know, you, but there's a life that Christ is calling you to, and that is a life of discipleship. That is a life, you know, he said, when you continue in my word, you are my disciples 
indeed. You know, so we want to not just say, yeah, Lord, come into my heart, forgive me, and then just turn our lives back to whatever vice, whatever hang-up, whatever hook-up that we had going on, but we want to turn that over to God and let God be the author and the creator, not just the creator, but the author of our lives. I do forgive, I ask you to forgive me for my hands and my face so much. I am not used to having a beard, you know, and it's just coming in and it's driving me crazy. I'm going to shave this thing off as soon as I get a chance. But we, we just want to encourage you. Our next time we're back, the day of the 12th, we'll be back on the 26th, Lord willing, you know, um, back here with you um, for another um, I'm going to try to make a new flyer because I was recognizing that my old flyers all had the old time at 9 o'clock. Um, but DTW um, definitely comes on at 8 o'clock now, you know, on Tuesday nights. And um, we want, to want don't want you to miss it by following the time on a flyer. And when you're tuning in, we're closing out. So we want to definitely make sure that I can update the flyer you know, to get it out, to get out the proper communication for you. So let's pray. God, we do thank you and we bless you again for this opportunity to share your word. Thank you, God, for the illustrations that you gave us with Moses and the children of Israel, from Gideon, Daniel, God, and Scepter, God, and all those that walked in the hall of faith, God, that subdued kingdoms, God, that they fought fights, God, that they were supposed to not win, God, but by a mighty hand you delivered them. So we're looking for your hand even to deliver us, God, in the name of Jesus, from every vice, from every weakness, from every habit, from every situation that doesn't glorify you. We pray that you get the glory, for we know that Satan meant it for evil, but you, our God, you meant it for good. All right, God, and we bless you for it. We bless you for everyone that will hear this broadcast in the future. God, and we pray that as your anointing rests on the broadcast, my God, that again you will speak your word into their spirit and bring forth fruit to your glory as you call men and women to yourself from across social media. In the name of Jesus, God, we pray for Chucky, God, who Gail sent out a text for urgent prayer, touching. God, he said, he said that he has brain damage. I don't know what situation brought it about. But I know that by your stripes, he's already healed, God. So I pray that you touch his body, any hemorrhaging, any swelling, any pressure, God, in the name of Jesus. Whatever medically has to be done, God, I pray that you would give the physicians the wherewithal, God, and the skill in the name of Jesus, in the timing, whatever they would need, God, that they would perform it greatly in the name of Jesus. But, God, we still know that you're the healer. For even with their technology, God, even with their skill, they're limited. But to do the process, it's you that are still the healer. So we thank you for the medical profession. God, but we pray that right now that you would be with Chucky in this time, God, while he's in the hospital. God, that that brain damage, God, whatever he needs, God, to recover fully, God, that you would give him that right now in the name of Jesus. Love you too, Lawrence. Bless you guys. So we thank you. Thank you again for tuning in. You guys have a great evening. You know, enjoy the rest of your evening. Me and my son's about to probably eat a bag of popcorn and um, watch a movie, do, do a movie night real quick. Amen. So God bless you. You know, heaven smile upon you. 
Have a nice night. Where my theme music at, Rob? Oh, he lunching on the theme music. You still there? Rob? Hello? Well, God bless you. You that are tuning in, uh, possibly on the radio listening. God bless you. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never wanna see you down, I will not lose.